because we need to record something for episode 200 because Lucy's come down from Birmingham. Hey! And Ben's come up the street from... Kingswood. Kingswood. Yeah. Yes, yeah. just Kingswood. down the road. <laughs> and I got the same Uber they did from my house because <laughs> they came to mine. Um, this has been Inside Baseball. No, um, yes, we are at the left-handed giant group hub. That is... This is an ambient noise that I've cunningly produced in. This is actual Just got all noise. your housemates to stand outside the door and just chat constantly. Yeah, with, with music playing in on one of their cell phones, but like into their hands. So yeah. Kind of um, we're at, yeah, we're at the Left Hand of Giant Brew Pub and we are having uh, our third drink of the day, which is um, the Creek Boon. It's a, like, only served in third pints. It's a cherry lambic, if you haven't had it. I've had it before. Yeah, I Big have it. Big fan of Creek. But, from the, I don't, I think I've only ever had it bottles, to be honest. I've had it on tap. No, I didn't. Yeah, no, I've had it on tap before. I don't it's, think it's I've had it. Actually, I don't think I've had it on tap before. I think I've had it only in only I had bottles. it, I can't remember where I was, but they're like, oh, was it Chance Encounters last week? Oh, yeah. And, I, and they were like, I was like, oh, I'm not sure what to have. They're like, oh, you should try this because we have it and it's my favorite thing on it. Mm. Like, oh, I've had this and it's great. Um, yeah, it's a good lumber. I like that the nose is two through four, but again, that's one of the differences between like a lambic and a fruity beard. Where the fruit enters the process and how much is different. Mm. And it's. And it gets that slightly so nice. sour nice. <laughs> nose as well. Yeah. It's just lambic y nose, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> Um, you know what I mean? Like there's just that little yeah, yeah, yeah. lambickiness. Mm. That's a little tart. But not. Uh, Fuck you. No, I get it. I get it. I know what you mean. I do know what you mean. Oh. That comes through in the flavour as well. Like towards the back end, absolutely. Mm. You still have that element where the fruit starts to not lose itself, but it, it, it changes. And we've been getting a lot of this with, um, you know, these these PPAs, which are. When we, you know, when we're saying like fermented fruits and things like that, yeah, that, that is giving you that slightly soured sort of uh, uh, flavour to it. Mm. And that edges on, I think, a lot of uh, where you get that kind of melony, kind of grapefruity bitterness. We call it Griffin. <laughs> that goes into the, you know, into that fruited sort of sourness, and it's not a mouth puffering sourness. Mm. It's just a slightly more fermented kind of yeah. essence to it. And I think that very much comes from this style of beer. Yeah. But you have that towards the the back end of it, absolutely. Well, I think it's actually there the whole time. I think it's just everything else is starting to see. Yeah, yeah. I'm just enjoying it. It's, I'm not talking much because I love this. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, let you do the heavy So what I, what I like about it is, I, I mean, as you were saying, like, once the main taste proceeds, you get a bit more than lambic taste. But that's also like, right after the main taste, you get this burst of the cherry flavor. Yes. It's more like a dark cherry flavor. It's there the whole time, but like it just has this moment every sip where it's like, and now we're hitting the cherry burst. Yeah. And then you get this nice lambicky finish afterwards, but there's just this mm. utterly great. You don't even have to sip very strongly to get it. There's just this clear moment of 
Oh yeah, this be this be a fucking cherry straight. I mean, great. it is, but it isn't. It does not say it's welcome. It, absolutely, and I, I think that's the thing with, with this. Is I'm not a big fan of cherry, but I could drink this all day. Yeah. It's just the right amount of time, doesn't it? Like, so nice. Yeah. So, we've had a couple of other beers as well. We've got to try and remember which ones they were. Uh, we have the oh, All On Green, green. Uh, Burnt Mill and Other Half. Other half yes. Collab. Yes. 8%? Yes. Eight yeah, we, we started That's on 8%. That's what we started. <laughs> oh, that makes a lot more sense. Um, I don't have a lot to say except it was real tasty. Yeah, it was light. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, super, I, super smooth. Yeah. I, it is one of those quintessential deceptive hate percenters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't realize until I tried to read the thing from here, and I was like, wait, that can't be an eight. It I had must a, be blind. It did have a little bit of sort of hot burn towards the end yeah. of it, but it, again, it's a dry for yeah. Me, yeah, those tropical nights. Mm. We should always start on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think as well, it New was, rule. Yeah, it was super easy, it wasn't it? Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the three beers we, we've had have been really easy drinking beers. Uh, the second one was the Wide Awake, which is a verdant pale ale. Yep, fruit pale. Yeah. Fruit pale, which is five, oh, five exactly, five percent. Yep. And it was um, on cask? Uh, well, yes. Mm. The, the, the main difference with that and, and something else was that it was on cask and how much that affects the smoothness. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. It was so soft of and it. easy drinking. So yeah, nice. but not watery. I, mean, I had to stop myself from... Necking it? it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was uh, full. It was full as well, wasn't yeah. it? It was really uh, not... Not sort of thick and viscousy, but just full body. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The robustness, the fruitiness wasn't super, but it was enough. Yeah, it yeah. was enough on the aroma and enough on the. Yeah, the aroma was stronger yeah. than the taste on the fruit end, but it definitely had these pretty moments. We really should have recorded. I remember us having a more nuanced conversation. Before. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Fuck it. It's episode 200. We don't care anymore. That's <laughs> um. <laughs> all. Yeah, it's nice, subtle, fruitiness. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good bit. There we go. Mm. So, Lucy's been playing Space Harrier. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I uh, was watching Giant Bomb stream last night. Yeah. And they had a pop-up book that had, like, the arcade cabinet coming out the, as a pop-up. Really? And one of them was Space Harrier. That's no, cool. Like, Is that why you bought it on yeah, Switch? Yeah, that's why I bought it on Switch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> do you think, do you think they know that they have this power and they secretly, under the table, got a kickback from Nintendo? I was thinking that. I was thinking, how many people in this moment right here have now just bought Space Harry on Switch? It just sold like 150 copies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's probably two people. Yeah. <laughs> Only two people are that sad. But yeah, that... Space Aria. You and just Jeff Gersman in the corner. <laughs> like, I just, uh... Space Aria. Oh, yes, I will take a picture of the beers, yes. Um, so, did you... How much did you play? I played about 20 minutes worth. I had a trip down memory lane last night because I wanted to play Tekken. Apparently. One? No, no, seven. Okay. The, when you uh... say Tekken, I assume you mean Tekken. <laughs> The latest one, yeah. Tekken 7, that took about 20 years to come out. And apparently, my 
digital copy of it that's on my hard drive is corrupted. Uh, and I'm like, okay, let's uninstall this and reinstall. And I was like, wait, what else have I got on here? Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Oh, yes! So, Amazing. Which is still very good. I played I that. I never got into Tekken. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's so good. I think, and uh, I played Doom. I played an arcade bit of Doom. Did you, uh, did you wait, already have Doom? that? Uh, uh, Doom 2016. Oh, okay. Yeah. Alright. Because I know that Doom, the original and Doom 2 has been on sale, hasn't it, in the last week or so? Yeah, it's been like £4. I mean, who, wait, have you not owned Doom on Steam? I don't think I, I have, don't think it, I have it on Steam. No. I have it on Xbox 360. Mate, I'm never going to go back and play Doom. Oh, I'm, ne I'm never going to go have. back and play Doom. I, I, I don't have the time. Weeks, a few months ago, but about weeks ago, I've been, playing, I've been playing through the original Doom. Yeah. It's still so good. But how are you going to get those tasty, tasty late 90s mods <laughs> are you saying you've... oh my I could just play Skyrim for fucking bad 90s oh, mods no 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 that's not a bit I'm talking the Doctor Who full conversion mod of Doom 2 takes place entirely in the TARDIS and it's large platforms and has Cybermen Daleks etc as replacements for... really that thing was so much fun I, fu I mean back in the day I fucking pain in the ass to install. <laughs> but it was an entire... All the sound effects, all the graphics, Absolutely. full conversion mod. I don't even like that. Like, as a 1980, like, OG Doctor Who fan, I played the shit out of it. <laughs> like, the, ma the map of the TARDIS was clearly drawn from episodes I remembered. Like, it right. was just... And, like, they just, I mean... Did you make this? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no! I have never been that productive or artistic in my life. <laughs> and let's be clear, I'm saying that artistry is trying to copy things other people have done. Yes. Still have never met that yeah, challenge. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that was a really cool mod. Um, so... Mm. Space uh, Area. I always remember... Uh, uh, and I know Nintendo have done a lot around these sort of like older arcade titles in terms of things like checkpointing and saving and that sort of stuff. And rewind. Uh, yeah. Does, does Space Harrier have any of that sort of shit in it? Or is it just what you know. remember of like, um, you just start and get as far you as you can. You can put in unlimited coins in. Yeah. So you never Right. Have you can to always die. just keep yeah, going. You can right, always okay. keep going. Oh, you, you can die. You just can always continue. Yes. But I mean, it's, it, it, all that stuff is just because of... The the emulator having these functions. Yes, yeah. So if it's not an emulated game, it won't have these functions. Like none of the retro titles they put out as standalone have any of these features. Yeah. This is part of the Sega Ages line, which is like them just putting out their old catalog. Yeah. But but each Switch of those are standalone, right? Yeah, which you, sucks. So uh, we we've, we've sort of seen quite a, a, a lot in recent years. Older systems putting out their back catalog. I know PlayStation had a lot of the Neo Geo titles yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, come to come to PlayStation Four. Does Switch only offer like the older Nintendo games and then the Sega stuff? Because I know obviously Sega and Nintendo are kind of almost friends these days. Sega does what Nintendo don't. Um, <laughs> no, no, this is uh, not part of like the. Um, Switch online service. It's not part of the. Yep. Okay. It's, a, it's a. You go to the eShop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there Sega games on this? I don't, I don't think, think there, there is. Are. No. no I think not. Sega's opted to do this yeah. Sega Ages. Like Konami. Which is ba yeah. basically 
we found a way of um, charging people for very old things. <laughs> uh, yeah, we figured out a way to just have our engine work to emulate, and then we'll just wrap the well, engine with new menus yeah. and sell it piecewise. And I suppose they've they've had on. Um, Sega's been on Steam for quite a while, hasn't it, with a lot yeah, of their yeah. stuff as well. And we've we've had like the PlayStation three and three sixty uh, Mega Drive Collection, collections, yeah. yes. Yeah. And I know I know for a certain amount of time you could get a load of them free through Steam as well. Okay. Yeah. And it was I can't remember exactly how they um, did it. I don't think you went into a launcher. I think they were against like separate titles that you could pick up sort of through Steam. So did you, I mean, you obviously went to Space Harrier, you sought that out specifically. Yes. You're not like browsing the Sega back catalogue. No, you, no. you go click on the app called Space Harrier yes. yeah. and it opens. I did search space and I was like, well, a thousand games for space, yeah. let's try Harrier. And then that came up. There's only two. Yeah. <laughs> Space Harrier and Space Harrier 2. Yeah, but I think they have like Outrun and stuff yep. like that, so. Wait, which Outrun? I'm not sure, I don't know. It's quite the nice only, that you the can... The only Master System outrun that matters to me is 2019, because that's one of the first uh, Genesis games I had, and I was real bad at it, but played it a lot, because it was like that game or Sonic. Sometimes you needed a break from Gotta Go Fast. Yeah. <laughs> gotta Go Fast you in a different way, more poorly. Film. You gonna see that Sonic film? Not yet. Oh, you were going to? No, I, I'm definitely not. But oh, I will see it one I don't day. know. Like, if it's, uh, I, I will definitely see it one day. I don't know if it's a theatre or go. Well, it's half term next week. So, uh, Kim and Evelyn are going to be hanging around a lot. I, I, did, I got a cinema voucher for my birthday last year. Uh, which is still valid, so I might. Evelyn likes Sonic. She, you know, she's played Sonic Mania. She likes oh, yeah, the characters, so I might take her to justify me going to see it. Yeah, there we go. I, was for that. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look great. There's, there's, there's a free play days for Sonic Mania this weekend. Mm. I already own that game on yeah. Switch, but um, I just downloaded it because I was like, maybe I should give it another go. It's like, you know what? I just want Sonic to live in my memory. Yeah, that's fair. Because yeah. Those, uh, I liked Sonic back in 1995. Or whatever, yeah. Uh, I don't like Sonic now. I mean... It's not, it's not good. It pains me to say, but it's not good. I, so I played a bit of Sonic last time. I was at that um, pop-up-y arcade. The arcade place, yeah. Mm. It was... Bad. All right. <laughs> Some of it was nostalgia, we're like, it's oh, there's some challenge cool, here. But it's not fun. But are any games fun, Lucy? <laughs> no. So. And they're all for babies. Yeah. So they might as well anyway. just be all of the level of Sonic anyway, hadn't they? Like... No, so I mean, I've gone back to earlier Mario games and they have better staring saying power. Oh, God. Yeah. I, yeah, I replayed sure. Super Mario Bros. at the start of the year. 30 years. No. 30th anniversary. Is it happened. really? I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 89? It came out in the West in 19. Oh, 19. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I'm pretty sure it was year. this past week or something. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. We do see it's. It, I'm as old as Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. We do see a lot now. Like, I, I, he was one of the Final Fantasy uh, Sevens. Uh, 20 X number of year, yeah. you know. 
release uh, anniversary I think it's like last week or something. Because costumes yeah. But you see it a lot more now. Like we have this. Um, we talked about nostalgia before. Game, we talked about nostalgia before, and we seem to see it on much more of a wide scale now. Because like, if you can appeal to nostalgia and make a fuss of something that you. Can just repack it can then repack. for nothing. Absolutely, especially yeah, on yeah. digital. It's like yeah. it's the seventeenth anniversary of fucking this dumb shit game. Seventeenth? Yeah. Next year it'll be legal. I played Metal Slug the other day. Oh, Metal Slug's great. <laughs> That's a game I've gone back to over the years, and it fucking is solid. I mean, stuff being backwards compatible just aids nostalgia. Yeah. I mean, one of the reasons I haven't got rid of my PS3 is it's OG, oh, emotion chip installed hardware PS3, which means I can buy PS1, PS2, PS3 games. I mean, I'm still... I don't, let's be clear. Yeah. <laughs> but it could. So the, like, the, you have the ability to... The rumour is then that the PlayStation 5 is going to backwards compatible with... All previous generations. I uh, know. I think it's gonna be backwards compatible with four. four. I do not see me being able to play Fifty Cent's Bulletproof on the next PlayStation. Oh mate, I, really, I just played fucking, <laughs> fucking Death Jam Vendetta, like a fight for New York or something. Just like they're playing that on Giant Bomb at the ah, moment, and I was like, this was so in good. such a good game. Um, <laughs> so, but if the, the the issue I find it around like the whole backwards compatibility thing is. If I can, if I got a PlayStation Five, and say I, I have my disc version of Final Fantasy VII, which I can then put in, Wait, and which it will, Final Fantasy VII? The, the original. Yeah. Uh, the PlayStation One version of it. Yeah. I can then kind of put it in and play it. I'm still waiting for that moment, that period of time where it, it acts a bit more kind of like music, where actually I can just rip this to my hard drive and I. Then have a digital signature against it. You'll never will. And I own it forever. Like you will never will because uh, you could then sell on the, the disc. Yeah, the absolutely. Disc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's real. So PS One emulation is really easy to do now. PS Two emulation is just a thing you can do via brute force because of the power of these things. Yeah. The motion chip is hardware stupid, but like. It doesn't matter. You can just throw cycles at it, and and the fact that, but they realized like mid PS4 cycle that you could resell things like Red Dead Revolver yeah. for thirty quid or twenty quid, yeah. versus let, letting people just yeah. have the disc. And I and then we're only getting to a worse space that way. So I don't think we'll ever get. Yeah, I don't full. like that, that approach. It's like I only I owned these games. I still own them. Yeah, you. Upgraded it a bit, but look, just let I me play the give original. Yeah, yeah, just let me play the original. Like what Xbox yeah. are doing. It's like you own saying, this, this digital thing like, 60 years ago. Don't play it. Yeah. One of the things that I miss about the Xbox uh, ecosystem was the fact that, like, so I just uh, loaded up a PC that works, and I opened up the Microsoft Store, and it was like, you have all these apps that you own. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, of course. I'm like, when did I get Sleeping Dogs on Microsoft? Oh, it's because I owned it on the Xbox. Yeah. Unfortunately, only like four of those games are platform uh, open. Yeah. So actually, none of it matters because I don't own an Xbox. Yeah. 
But the fact that they started moving that way was the right move, and yeah. the rest is publishers, right? But like, yeah. if I wanted, I could play Gears 4 on my PC. It's very good. You should. I think four. <laughs> yeah. I prefer four. Not five. Five's the one that just came out. Yes. Right? Yeah. I also think I can get the remaster. I own the remaster of Gears One as well. I think yeah. that's PCable. Yeah. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Re- it's Gears been remastered. The first one. Yes. The first did. one. Did. Yeah. Not the other. Right before four two. came out, like a year in the, within a year. A one, two, and uh, hang on. <laughs> no, not just Is one original Xbox, or are they all 360 games? All 360. Right, okay. So that is odd that they've only remastered the first. Yeah. I think it was, it was like... Wasn't it, there, was weird, yeah. it, it was like the break between 3 and 4 yeah. was slightly longer, and then mm. like something like between they 12 and 9 months. You forgot Judgment. Judgment. Yes. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> I enjoy. I think judgment. most people have forgot about like, judgment. Did Halo reach the RTS Halo, or is that a different one? I was trying to make a reference to the, no. the redheaded stepchild of the Halo series, and then I was like, ah, oh, shit, which one is it? Halo Reach is normal. Halo, yeah, which is the one that was Halo like an Wars? RTS? Yeah, that's Halo one. Wars. Yes, that's then, the one. I was but there's also uh, ODST. Where you're not, uh, you're not Master Chief. You're just a grunt. You know, like. for the, I, I don't like the so. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. For at, at least a period of months, I thought they were just saying Halo Originals Digital Soundtrack. <laughs> you're not the only one to look that. Like I honestly <laughs> thought they were making a big deal about the a, soundtrack. I'm like, why are you putting a D? Like, it's who, like when, all OSDs like when are digital say now. Halo Combat Evolved. I was like, is that another one? It's like, no, it's just the first game. Well, it's like retrospectively <laughs> going back and calling Star Wars a New Hope, isn't it? Just yeah. sort of, yeah. you know. I'm not a Halo person. It makes it much more sense when they reboot the series and just call them. And just call the next one Halo. <laughs> you know, oh no, but the first one was Combat Evolved. Yeah. So this one's now just Halo, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah Same as like God of War. Like, uh, do you mean the first one or the 2018? Okay, let's just be clear. Let's just be the, the one series that has made this in too many times is Need for Speed. <laughs> we have Need for Speed. A bunch of titles, Need for Speed Most Wanted, then we'll reboot and call something Need for Speed, and then a couple of years later have another thing called Need for Speed Most Wanted. There are two Most Wanted and two Need for Speed. There's only one Rivals. There's only one The Run. Yeah. Is it Need for Speed Heat? I guess, I guess, I mean, at least Hitman. Yeah, so it was last year, so are we sure that wasn't like 20 years ago as well? So I guess Hitman's probably worse because Hitman had two Hitman 1s and two. Yeah, no, because Hitman 2 always had, had a subtitle. Agent 47? No, Hitman 1 is... So, so it's Hitman, Agent no. 47. <laughs> Hitman 2, Blood Money? Is that no, no, no. Hitman 2. It's like Hitman 2016, Doom 2016. Yes. Yeah, except yeah. Need for Speed was never called Need for Speed was Wanted. Battlefield 75. <laughs> <laughs> Battlefield Space 2046, 2. <laughs> I, I really wanted there to be an outrun game last year. Just called Outrun, so then you'd have Outrun 2019, but also Outrun 2019 in Brazil. Uh, things are dumb. Fuck's sake. But I mean, it, like, 
it's the same with uh, any kind of naming conventions and things. Like trying to. Yeah, why do they call it Dragon Con? What a stupid name for a convention. <laughs> trying to keep it uh, within the IP, recognizable and stuff. But you think, like, the amount of beers that we've drank that we have no idea what they're called, yet we can recall that God of War has had these, na- you know, yeah. naming Yeah, but I mean, a lot of this has to do with you have a pint versus you have a 45-hour experience. Yeah, sure. Come on, Ben. Yeah. And a giant ad campaign. Yeah. And sequels to that specific name. This is one of your worst analogies, sir. No, I think it's That's quite... it from us for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, we know we need to take a break it, when we start I, cussing each other out. Yeah. Tangent to that point, it is amazing how all these beers come up with different names all the yeah, time. Yes, yes, yeah? exactly. Yeah. Why that creativity be in video Yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> and not just have Zombie Army 4, yeah. colon, Dead War. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> really? I think so. Because I played... I played Dead, War. Dead Space Wars. Wait, is it Dead Space Wars? Because that's like two different games mashed up. Because Dead Space is a game and Space Wars is a game. Dead Space Wars. A Dead Wars a game? Well, I suppose it is now, yeah. but... I never played the Zombie Army games... One to three. One to three. Like, I only played the trilogy, like, as a package. Oh. I don't think I... I think I've, I own... The trilogy because it got it was in a bundle at some point. I, didn't I don't know think I've ever played three it. games prior to this. Well, yeah, but has there ever been three games, or has there only ever been one game it's called like Zombie it's... Army Trilogy? Did I like <coughs> own these original <laughs> games? Oh, no. <laughs> ben, you're, you're you're getting into like Alex Jones territory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just start weird. screaming at the microphone just for a little bit. <laughs> Shouting Zombie at people Army 2 is the... a crisis actor! Nazis <laughs> <laughs> never existed! Just start shouting at people on the street randomly. Like. Oh no. Uh, just to be clear, we don't believe there are really crisis actors. No, no, I think that comparison's fair to Ben or <laughs> Zombie Army. Thank you, yes. Or... Oh, that's just lit. Um, cool. That's gonna be the pause in this segment. Because uh, I think we're getting off the rails. <laughs> we need to read it. Yeah. But that was 26 minutes, motherfuckers. We'll see you in one second. Yeah. I mean, no. Five seconds. seconds. Literally, the transition will be... Ben, do you know how this works? Yes, I do. But then when you speak, it'll probably be a second. No, no, I'm going to cut this. So it'll be negative instantly. five questions. <laughs> <laughs> What beer did you bring us? It's called Time Will Tell by LHG because that's where we are. Yeah. I for sure thought you would just be like, so you gotta wait 10 minutes and then I'll tell you later. <laughs> uh, it is uh, uh, 7.3% IPA. Yeah. It has a really light nose for a second. Yes, it does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although it's, 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 it's kind of danky on the nose. It's a big flavor though, isn't it? Like, mm. like the nose is light, but it's all dank. Dank memes, as the kids say. <laughs> and that's what they mean. That smell. And that's what they yeah, mean. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, okay. When they're talking about dank memes, they mean that smell. Well, that is a hell of a flavor. Mm. I've been not drinking it. It's really nice. Uh, it, it's nice to go from. Uh, we had the the creek. The, the, creek. the creek. We had the fruity pale, having those more sort of fruit forward beers. That actually, this has got a bigger 
heft to it. it it is danky as you said when we first saw the subset it's it's just big pine yes. notes yes. in there like it's it, it is yeah yeah it's a it's a he- it's like, a heavier taste than those lighter fruity beers but that's nice to go from one into this yeah. bigger kind of beer it absolutely is. Though. up forward dank and pine yeah sounds like Mulder and Scully I was going to say, it sounds like just outside of Vancouver. <laughs> but, I mean, I think that's my cultural reference point. Although, to be fair, X-Files was famously filmed in and around yes, Vancouver. Yes, yes. Uh, so and, the and, and when you see Ron Gilbert's Dank Pine come out in two years' time... Who um, is his next game? I, I'm, fuck knows. I, I, think he's, I think he's done. No, I think he's gone. He's he disappeared. I want obscure point-and-click games. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's actually kind of wet. I mean, the bottom might... Like, the, the finish is rather wet. So the bitterness fades reasonably and then sort of stays at a strong level for a while. Mouth feels really wet. Yeah, yeah. Like, I th- I th- just me the strength of that, like, danky hop forward taste, I would have expected to felt dried out, and you yeah. don't. Like... You don't have to reach for this unless you want more, which no, I really I like. I do want more. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not going to not drink. But again, <laughs> in, interesting. Like, it'd be it'd be interesting to see when uh, this was brewed versus the uh, all on green. You know, they're oh, not yeah. they're not that far off in terms of the alcohol percentage. Uh, the all on green was, yeah. was a little bit softer, but but still had these similar sort of notes. But you got that that uh, that hot burn at the end of that. Yeah. Beer. And whether it was you know something that was maybe brewed last week and it, and it's, it's super fresh versus this which may be a little bit older has had a little bit of time to mellow perhaps and just lost that maybe a little bit of edge to it or they just didn't brew it that way to have that sort of element to it I just think you, it was brewed to be kind of light in the finish mm. but you kind of expect something there don't you you kind of think this I could, I could easily see this having that that heft to it right at the end as but well. I doesn't feel like it's like stale or anything I just think like they brewed it to just not outstay its welcome yeah I think because the transition's just a little too quick for it to be like oh maybe it's just been sitting for a while I might yeah. be wrong yeah. but it just feels like there isn't much of a finish except for again that, that light bitterness that sort of lingers but like the piniest and dankiness just sort of come hit hard hard relatively sure, yeah, yeah. and they kind of fade and then you have a bit of the generic so it leaves you wet leaves you mildly bitter but again it's like so much lower that but still there so I don't think it's a fade away I'm still getting that like sticky resinous yes. yeah I think so I think the pineiness is gone but the resin is still there I think that's part of that sort of lower level of hopping or bitterness that I'm trying to describe I, I, this, this beer kind of makes me think of um, the, the, the day drinking that we spent together and things like that and like this would be if, if you could get a four and a half percent beer which kind of came close to this sort of flavour be yeah, a little bit lighter and stuff like I would just you smash that all day wouldn't you like go to a festival this would be perfect not a beer festival like a, a different kind of festival like if you had something like this on offer you could just go and go and go and go all day with it so we talk about beers being easy to drink, and yes, they are easy. They're they're smooth. They're very soft. But this is kind of uh, you're getting all of this flavour, 
but you know that you could just keep having it yeah. all day. Yeah, I was going to say. You're holding yourself back. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. How absolutely. much is it? Sorry, ABB? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> this is where Ben's idea really sort of dies when you're like yeah I could be drinking 7.3s all day well you could yeah. but that's what, exactly yeah. why I'm saying like if there was if, a it, four, was a, yeah. if it was a 4 4.5% four sort of session I mean, I mean I think I'm probably being too persnickety but I just think these like counterfactuals don't work because every time I have these like 4% beers what they're missing is exactly this depth that we yeah, like about yeah. stronger beers yeah. like what makes a good 4% beer isn't this sort of deep dank resinous like Longer yeah. taste, but kind of on the lower level. Like you just don't get that. Yeah. I might be wrong. Like, please, brewers out there, prove me wrong. Make that beer. I will drink the fuck out of it. <laughs> um, That's what I'm saying. I, I would gladly be wrong, but like there is that. Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Make this session strength. You make it session strength. You use a little bit of the pininess, that yeah. resininess. I want uh, session strength, but, a bit. but non-session finish. Well, you know, we started off on an 8% beer. Oh, yeah, is, so we this are. This is our version of session. Yeah, right. so there <laughs> <laughs> Anything under 7.9 and it's now uh, not a session. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. that's fair. Mm. I will live that life. As long as I have a liver. <laughs> May not be Sorry, a functioning liver. As long as I have a functioning liver. Just holding one in a, in, a, in a Morrison's bag next to you. That, like, that word is uh, super important. I have it here with me. It's, it's fine, right? Oh, so, right. I've delved into dreams a little bit. Uh, and by that you mean you've, you've taken a page out of Sigmund Freud's book? <laughs> Been thinking about what my well, last on the interpretation dream of dreams, meant. if you're wondering. That's the um, name of the book. Yeah. The Media Molecule game. Game? Mm. Right, yeah, so yeah. I played a few... Um, Sounds more like an experience uh, module. Tool? I mean, it absolutely tool. is. Framework. Uh, experience framework. Service. Utility suites. No, no, no. Just, we just throw words out yeah. now. Um, I mean, we're, we're going to get hired based on these <laughs> words. Like, someone's like, they have all the words! They're in Guildford, aren't they? Not too far away. I think they are, yeah, yeah. Hire me, Media Market. So, I played a few of the... Uh, do you, do you uh, want to just, the, for people who might not be familiar, so it's a PS4 exclusive. Dreams, yes. Sunday. Dreams is a PS4 exclusive, and it is more of a creation suite uh, than, it is a, uh, than it is a game. They do, Media Market do have a, uh, a set of um, games that you can pick. That you can play that they like have created. Experiences. Stuff. There is a, I think, like a three-hour experience. Uh, one of their, like, that the main thing that they're trying to push is like we have made, we have made a three-hour game within this, um, like, tool set. Yeah. I haven't tried that. Yeah. Everything I've tried so far has been full jank. Full like jank? the proper, proper. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Yeah, now you won't. Oh, God. I wish I called the fence. But you know me and Jank. So. The siren call of Jank, my friend. Oh, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. It is, it's, it's brilliant to see what people have thrown together in a very works? short space of time that sort of works. And the, the, I think one of the joys of dreams is you can be a creator and you can make something. Yeah. But you can pull all these assets from 
stuff that other people have made. Right. So yes, you could be you you could think that you know what would be good in terms of making a level and go well but I, I'm really not very good at making characters I will pull a character from so characters I, that people have made I know you've only experienced it a bit mm. but like is it the case that anything anyone makes is able to be taken by anyone else no at the start of the game you're asked if that is okay but, but it's like an all or nothing you can't be like Oh, I don't know. I don't know if you can say, I'd like to share just this one thing. Or all but this or one every, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I say this because, I mean, one of the things that happened with um, when Unreal and 4 was free to use, mm. except with like some credits and stuff, and Unity, when, when they sort of took over the landscape, because between the two of them, people could just make games, and they're yeah, basically yeah. for very little outlay. Um, there were very few free assets um, and so if you look at like back then the screen Steam's green light yeah, like games yeah. it's like oh I've seen that crate before because y'all are using the same crate Yep. because that'd be the free crate uh, and so just wondering that's why I was asking about that because it's like it seems like this is like the next iteration of that which is an even more user friendly mm-hmm. um Framework engine, whatever, but also that gives you access to assets. A huge library of where, assets. Like, yeah, absolutely. The whole, like, Unreal basically was like, we will curate the Unreal store, and people will we'll take a cut. Uh, I've I've not jumped into the creator curation. stuff yet to know, kind of like maybe what's pushed. Like when you go into the um, the, the the play side of things, you do have um, you do have kind of like lists. So you have you have horizontal lists of things. So the, the first one is like media molecule games, basically, and then it might be like most popular games or things people are playing now. And so you know, there's there's search terms and things like that. And yep. I'd imagine the creator suite is is would be similar in terms of you could probably search character and then get whatever and get whatever. And that might be you might filter it by most popular and stuff. But I, I played a game earlier which was uh, uh, like a 3D game. The character didn't fit the uh, the aesthetic of the landscape at, at all. all. Yeah. Uh, it was very very janky in the way that they moved. Combat was uh, uh, combat. Combat, yeah. So uh, you got to a point where you had an enemy you locked on, and you could do a light or a heavy attack. And what I found the one good thing about this was uh, uh, there's narration over the top that someone's obviously whoever's made this has put in, and it's not badly done. Yeah. Yes. I don't no, there's not. No, no. Um, it's, Why did you say yes? Because uh, she came over. She was like, "Hey, uh, uh, yeah." It's not badly done, uh, and the combat was: you press, you tap square, and it's a light attack. And they uh, make a sword out of nothing and attack, and then make a hammer oh, out nothing. of nothing and attack, and then make a, a mace out of nothing and attack. And I think that was a really cool kind of thing. It's like, it's not here is the weapons that you are using. It was like you're you're in this strange dream, and you can just like conjure some stuff and do things. Um, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. It's called making planets. Ooh. Eight percent. Eight percent. Uh, what IPA? Double. Double IPA. Oh, I suppose yeah, eight percent. Yeah, sure. Um, why don't you join us and dip into this conversation about dreams? Um. So yes. Nothing. No. 
that's fair. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But the, the character didn't fit the landscape. Uh, the, the, the kind of like the combat was super limited. And, but I liked it. I liked how janky it was. I liked that someone had kind of just gone, oh, I'm going to attempt things, something yeah. and try to do this thing. And they know their limitations in terms of they well, didn't want to make a character, they brought it in from somewhere else. I will say one thing, though, which is one of the flights of early access and green light, whatever you want to call these things, is everyone needs to make their janky, shitty game. They just don't need to release it. Yeah, sure, yeah, fair. And, like, it seems like one of the things that's interesting about dreams and, like, Unity, like I said, and Unreal is it gives people the opportunity to make games where they haven't thought about things. Yeah, the uh, but the problem is giving an immediately publishable uh, platform just encourages people to push weird, janky shit when it. Yeah. Well, that, uh, then it's it like, it's like it's like I guess my my worry is look, we get good writers out of people who fuck off and do fan fiction for a while. But that doesn't yeah. mean. We, but the problem is, if the fiction and the fan fiction are on the same platform, it's harder to find then, the interesting yeah. fiction that people have bothered to do the iterations and moves of. Then it becomes an argument of curation. Of what? Curation. Yeah. Yeah. By and we've talked about this. Of... We've talked about this before, haven't we? Like curation of stores, yeah. what they're pushing and stuff. And I think that's very much going to come down to, to Media Molecule and how they curate what you're seeing. Whether it, you know, uh, they have a um, like a media molecule like picks playlist, and they've gone through, and it's the stuff that they really highly rate. They yeah. have a because uh, you you can rate. Well, I guess are there user ratings? So uh, yeah, there is. There, it's not on a scale. It is either a yes. You can basically say thumbs I, up, thumbs, I down. thumbs I thumbs up this. Can you do a thumbs down? Just thumbs oh, up. Worse than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that is part but of the. But better than Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, that is part of the problem though. That it's worse than Mario. The, the curation is going to be really key to what you're kind of seeing. But I, I, you know, it's been out for a day. It's been in early access for a few months. So there's, yeah, yeah. there's stuff there's out a there. Lot of shit. Yeah. Sorry, stuff. I mean, yeah. I, I actually didn't mean shit. I meant yeah. there's a lot of content given that it's somebody's on the shit is somebody else's goals, as the old saying goes. Hey, and I don't want to king shame anyone. Well, I tell you what, another ex- experience, another game that I played was called Ben. I think the term is dream. Yeah. <laughs> like I think they have honestly that I had. Uh, given you that term. Oh mate, yeah, you go you into the what's it called? The dream. dream or nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that would be good. They did, oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> Sonic porn? Nightmare. Uh, talking of that, I have seen some very... Not Sonic porn. <laughs> yeah. Nightmares. I've seen some very well-realised uh, character models from Little Nightmares. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. There That's are people... There are, there are people... Like there are people in there... I was very bad at it, EGS. Um, that was a long... When did you do that? Three years ago? No, I mean, I don't remember. I was concussed and broken. (laughs) It was the... 2017, I think that came out. Yeah, but the EGX debut was... Remember when I bled from the forehead previously? When I, like, a day after beating you? I don't don't remember you. So, sadly, um, I was very bad at that demo. Mm. Uh, I love that. And um, there was... 
the day before I got hit in the head and found, was found unconscious in the street. Yep. No, but it wasn't. That's the problem. And Ross was like, you were very bad at that. There's a guy behind you being like, he is very bad at this. And Ross is like, yes, he's very bad at this. I had not owned a console for years at that point. And I was like, I, I can't. Joystick's weird. So I'm, bad. I'm really looking forward to the sequel, but anyway, yes. That's very soon, there. yes. Yeah, there's so nightmares. There's, uh, and, there's, and there's lots of stuff that I've kind of seen. So, uh, one of the other games I played was a Sonic game. Sonic, well, Sonic looks Sonic. Sonic. No, no, it, no, it's not. So, and this is what I was going to get to. It's called Sonic, right? And it's called Sonic Adventures, which I think is a game. Yeah, yeah but I mean, it's one of the three D games. Did you need you the copyright to be enforced. There's a game yes, called absolutely. Sonic and the Brotherhood of Kings or something like that. What? Yeah, no, there's no. Stop just making shit up. Like. You carry on. No, no, uh, no, I want, I want to wait on that. <laughs> no, tell your Sonic story, but you have to tell so, us. Please. So, but uh, uh, as soon as I find that, as soon as I saw this Sonic character, it, it instantly made me think, how the fuck are they dealing with licensing? They're not. From what I understand, it's this entire being, copyright like, infringement. It, like, just ignored completely. Yeah. Make what you want. And, and like this very well-crafted little Nightmares character, uh, you know, you could delve into whatever you wanted. Games, movies, <laughs> all sorry. fiction. Sonic Chronicles, colon, the Dark Brothers. Oh, <laughs> if you said Sonic yeah. Chronicles, I would have been, yeah. But also, when? Um, it looks like it's a DS game. It came out in 20, 2008. It was a DS game. So they super, they super. What? <laughs> wait, wait. What'd you say? It says here. No. Developer Bioware. Right? It's an RPG developed by Bioware. <laughs> oh, it's an RPG. Yeah, yeah obviously Sonic oh. Chronicles: Colon The Dark Brotherhood. <laughs> obviously, it's not gotta go fast. It's very slowly. It's got a level fast? I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what the... I don't think there is anything. You can buy it for £4 on eBay. <laughs> I don't own a DS. I can't play a DS I game. I don't either. I do regret selling my DS when I moved from Calgary to Amsterdam. Because I had an R4 yeah, card, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so I could play any DS game. Yeah, that's how I play DS. Like, mm. But also, I... Played, played DS way more mm. when I before I got the R4. And as soon as I had every fucking But as soon as I got every fucking game possible, it was like none of them mean anything. There's too I'm too spoiled for choice to stop playing the game. Yep. That's fair. I, I mean I this is what the problem kind of the problem of Again, choice. curation. Curation. Yeah. You needed a, a curated kind of game. I played Elite Beat Agents. Which was a rhythm game, which was brilliant. Yeah. On, on that, and I would never have played that had I not uh, had this website that had every single DS game ever made available for me to get. And this kind of, it, it, again, it, this comes back into like the uh, the, the, the dreams conversation. How they're going to curate things? How the fuck do they deal with copyright? How are you know you could you if you were that dedicated? And you had that amount of time. You could recreate any Almost game yeah. that you wanted. I mean, that's why PT is in... Yeah, sh yeah. Sony should have... Not even just Media Marvel, they were building the two 
Sony should have. I would imagine that they know. Oh no! I they think the whole point something. is it's gonna be small, and then as soon as it's it's kind of like DMCA complaints on like YouTube or Google. Mm-hmm. We'll allow the people who, who we profit off of by being on our platform to just do whatever, and then as soon as someone complains, we'll just block ban them yeah. or mm. block kill it because we know that it's in our best interest to flout these laws yeah. and just be really strong on any complaint because then no one can't say that we aren't doing our due diligence even though obviously we are yeah, yeah, well yeah. maybe they think like nobody's gonna well I mean that's the big the, thing the, the, like, the money we would not make money off I mean I don't think someone s- run an article like yeah. the best Castlevania game ever made is in Dreams, Dreams. Sure. nobody's going to go out and buy Dreams yeah and, and that's going to be say, lots like, of I don't think Sega's yeah, 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 yeah. Sega's not going to Konami would be the kind of people to yeah. <laughs> fucking bring that up though and like, like complain yeah, about it yeah. so they're probably like no we're good yeah so I mean it'd be interesting to see how this all kind of Works out if suddenly in like three months' time, everything Sonic, yeah, everything <laughs> Sonic related is gone. But I mean, so I mentioned the earlier that the total conversion mod of um, Doom Two to like a Doctor Who thing. Yes, yeah. That thing you could probably still find on the internet because there's no money to be made to do that. Yeah. And I think it's in that spirit that the attempt is being made for dreams. Like, yeah, maybe. It's not like you can make money off your dreams. Yeah, exactly. That's true, yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, it's an abuse of a copyright, but until anyone seems, sees a reason to, like, put their own resources to shut it down. Yeah. Which, unless you're like... So Nintendo might with Mario, because yeah. they really think that trademark matters. There's a lot, Disney, of, there's, there's a lot of Mario stuff in but Dreams. Like, <laughs> but, like, if Mickey Mouse showed up in Dreams, I guarantee you Disney would be like, fuck this. Right. Oh, actually, I haven't. Yeah, I, 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 there's a few things I searched for. I searched yeah. for Sonic. I searched for Mario. But like, it's all Didn't about. Didn't search for like Star Wars or. Oh no, Star Wars! Know. I think would actually be okay. You think so? I'm saying Mickey Mouse specific. Just like pure no, Mickey Mouse Disney. fucking sucking someone off, like. <laughs> no, Disney I mean just any use like, of it. No, thank you. Why? Why you? <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's what I imagine is going to happen. That's what dreams will descend into. Look, yeah, how do you Ben, exactly oh, like, ben. and how do they fucking deal with this sort of shit? Like, I have to say, what, the, the, the certain things, the, cer- the things that you can do, the tools that you have to be able to, like, uh, to, to kind of make stuff, um, how do they then curate against those sorts of uh, things? Where is those, ben, like, filters and things? You were thinking of the off-book sequel, Wet Dreams. <laughs> ah, yeah. And this is just dreams. Um, before we dig into our pizza, do we want to taste the beer, talk about it, and then... Oh, yeah, what was this one? Uh, no idea. Ah! <laughs> uh, uh, I hope that is the name. We definitely talked about it. We did mention it. It's about planets. Yeah. Something about planets. Yeah, 8% dipper. 8% dipper. It's nice. Uh, uh, Making planets. Making planets. I was yeah. gonna say, the one that is in the, the pillar is in the way. It's um, compared to the last bit, which wasn't a dipper. It's you know, it's it's close enough, seven and a half ish percent. This is a lot softer. I'll, a little more citrusy. This yeah. is a, a little very more open. Pizza Ooh, just very just blunt. roll it and just eat it as a roll. Yeah. Pizza roll. Uh, oh no. Very blunt. Anyway. 
There we go, he's a pro. Yeah, this is this is awesome. We're getting a, a few more stone fruits coming through. Yeah, a little bit. A bit more citrus. It is definitely um, a... Uh, whilst having that 8%, and again, unlike the, um, the one we had first, the Burnt Mill Other Half collab, yeah. which was soft but still had those bigger elements to it, a bit more bitterness, a little bit of hot burn type of thing. This is really light. Yeah, yeah it, it does not taste like 8%. I agree. Pizza is also very hot. Yeah. Not yeah. that there's a pizza at the table, because we would never <laughs> eat on stream. No. Yeah, the, 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 the burnt yeah. meal definitely had, as you say, that burn afterwards. Yeah. It just doesn't have any of it. No, not at all. No. It is it's very soft, isn't it? Like, very smooth, very soft. Again, it's like light fruit, more stone than tropical. Yep. Just really smooth. Yeah. Pizza? We're going to eat pizza, <laughs> bye. <laughs> No, you can't pee. No, I can't. <laughs> so Ben just brought another round. It is a 10% stout called uh, Up Late, uh, which is a collaboration with Verdant. LHG and Verdant? Yes, let's have, let's have Jean and Verdant. I think on the board it says the word hazelnut. Ooh. I think the word vanilla may have been on there as well. I can't quite get it. Yeah, I can't resolve those from here either. I can read up late. I can read verdant in a half circle, mostly because of shape. Ten percent, one third, three thirty. That's all. Um, nose. Oh, there's hazelnut in that nose. Holy crap! Not enough, yeah. It smells kind of like a hazelnut liqueur. To be honest, like just give it a sweet nose. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like, it's mm, quite yeah. strong in the nose compared to every other beer we've had. Oh yeah. Um, it says 10%. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not right. surprised. Yeah. What's the closest? Uh, 8% is the closest we got Eight, so yeah. far, isn't it? You've yeah. had two 8%s yeah. in um, Yeah. Bit That's a really nice smell. No. Bit of chocolate coffee. Yeah, yeah a little bit, yeah. It's, it, it, I hate to say it, but it, it, it's like a, a more tempered forever O'Shea smell. A little more hazelnut, a little less sweet. Yeah, and a little but bit. But all the same not notes. Quite, not quite as chocolatey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 A little bit of like dark berries on there as well. Oh, yes. Just a little bit. Yeah. When you say dark berries, it's almost. Um, it does make oh, me think of blueberry almost, sort of. Yeah. But not in the taste, I don't really get that blue bite. Um, my god. That texture, that velvety texture of this sound. It's Coats good. the tongue, slides down. The mouthfeel, the texture, I really like that. Yeah, and everything. now we can talk about the taste. I'm just saying, all, there's nothing wrong with it. All of the flavors are really well melded. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's not. You get the hazelnut, but it's not too hazelnut. You get those roasted, slightly coffee sort of. You get a little bit of chocolate in there as well, and everything kind of works very well. But again, it's not a, uh, here's the hazelnut, yeah. here's the chocolate, here's the coffee, yeah. this is how it finishes. Everything comes together yeah. really well. Yeah. It's going to be a very lovely overall uh, flavour, which lasts as well. Yeah. This, this is it's sticking around. It's not the one element of it that's sticking around, but all of it is being retained. Mm. It's in the berries phase, 
definitely. You know, a lot again, more again, than nuttiness, a lot more toasted notes. Yes, and on, but on the flavour, the berries oh, yeah. are a bit more restricted than they are in the nose. Yeah, yeah, so. but I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I love the taste curve, I love the, how melded everything is. They're, by the finish, some things fade away, but I think that's why it's such a good, like, yes. Yeah. Like, the toastedness is also much more reserved on the finish. Like, if you just try and reacclimatize what's going on, way more reserved than the initial head. Yep. There's this yeah. toasted, roasted note that just leaves at exactly the right and time. As a, a slight note, uh, we are eating a jalapeno chili oil <laughs> pizza, and for this to hit all those things, hit all of those things still, it's really good. True, true. It's still a big flavour. It's still getting through all of yeah. those things over kind of. I wish you didn't sell us out as bad tasters. <laughs> no, but, no, but it, it's more to, yeah. to, to, to show how good this beer is made. Uh, it is really good. It is a really good the beer. First sip, all viewers like... know we're bad fucking tasting. <laughs> <laughs> the first sip, I was like, oh, that's sweet. Getting used to it, it's like, yeah, that, that more balanced flavour. So I think the, the key is. The sweetness is very front-loaded. Yes. So, like, you're like, oh, wow, that's sweet. And that would be problematic if it lasted, but the sweetness pulls back really yeah, yeah. quickly. It does, yeah. So, like, on subsequent steps, I'm like, oh, I'm okay with the sweetness being that forward, given that I know it's Absolutely. not going to last. Yeah. Versus if it was, like, it could easily overstay its welcome, and then every time I had that sip, I'd be like, can you just fuck off until, like, it ends the other thing? But actually, it fucks off exactly where I want. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're getting that marshmallow sweetness at the start, maybe that's that vanilla, it, yeah. and, but then, yeah, as it tails off, definitely getting that dark chocolate bitterness mm. as Absolutely, the lingering yeah. taste, yeah. I will say this though, overall, mm. any point in the curve, it's not super bitter. No. Like, it's got a dark chocolate taste, but it's not a bitterness. Yeah. No. Um, which makes it very drinkable, like, again, the finish is quite long, but it's a reserved version of everything else, which means you could choose to nurse it, yeah. but if you like what's going on, you won't, which, looking at you two... Yeah, I, just, I was just going to mention, Lucy, you and I have, have smashed this yeah. bag. Like, <laughs> it's just disappeared really yeah. quickly for both of us. Like, yeah. It's just so well balanced. This is, yeah. this is a phenomenal beer. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I, like getting that like burnt sugars at the start, but even that doesn't last long. And, yeah. yeah, basically all the like harsh flavours... Most of them are front-loaded, some of them aren't, but none of them overstay their welcome. So, you're like, it, again, I mean, I'm super into a taste curve, and this is a very dynamic taste yes, curve. It, it, and it's got a lot of interesting hits, but because they are fleeting while the undertones of what like, support them are long, it just makes it really balanced. So, you, it's not like it's... You didn't have those undertones that were, like, steady throughout, which is slight bitterness, light sweetness... Um, and again, the mouthfeel being kind of wet, um, don't leave you dry. That holds everything together such that when you move between those, such that it's like at one point it's like kind of burnt tasting, at another point you're like kind of fruity. And all those, the trade-offs work really well because there's a steady undertone of just the, the things that bring them together. And then the finish is just like... They're constant and they're slightly fading by this point, but they're they've never been in your face. So oh, yeah. again, it's a long finish that you could just let let happen. This is a yeah, I really excellent beer. I think as well, I, I like how well they've made the hazelnut work for them as well. Yeah. That is doing a lot. Yeah. 
uh, in that flavour, whether it's working through those, those slightly sweet notes and working through that bitterness, uh, or the roasted notes, you know, into that, then that hazelnut is doing a lot and that sticks around. Yeah. So they've, they've uh, managed to balance this excellently. Cracking beer. Yeah. We're going to eat more pizza, bite. Yeah, bye. So you know that when we make these podcasts, <laughs> we don't say goodbye after every segment? So now you've made this editing. Kind of. What Ninja Turtle is your favourite? I assumed I was going to do this one. Who's, oh. your, who's your favourite Ninja Turtle? Donatello. Yeah? Always and forever. Purple, green, stupid inventions that don't work, and the longest reach weapon. Tell me what's wrong with any of those things. You can. He's the best one. Oh, I've always liked Mikey. Yeah. Fucking extrovert. Mikey I'm all about, is I'm, my inner soul. <laughs> I'm all about Raphael. He's such a cunt. <laughs> you angsty motherfucker. And it's all being up close. It's being up close, mate. It's being fucking. It's like being here, isn't it? Like fighting, like right there. Like it's not hard being over there when you stick. It's all. Mikey. It's all right there. Mikey. I want to be Mikey. Mikey is my number two. <laughs> but like, sorry. It's funny that like no one likes Leonardo. Yeah, yeah. He's made he's the Cyclops of the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> the point of Leonardo is to realize how good the other three are. But without Leonardo, everything would fall apart. Well, so but the original he is the keystone. Ah, uh, but on the OG comics and the first movie. Raph was really the leader. Mm. And then Leonardo's just this asshole in the corner yeah. who's just too much of a do-gooder. Best first in the Ninja Turtles. Don't need the do-gooder. Okay. I wasn't prepared to go this far into the Ninja Turtle lore. Have you met me? You should have known better. True. True. Also, Cyclops has two eyes, I know. He's a great character. He's in, a foil. In the um, Avengers vs. X-Men run. Yeah. Because he is the antagonist. Yeah. And they, they play him as antagonist. And he, and, and he is brilliant in that role. And then they roll, when they rolled into the like the new X-Men run. Yeah. And he is kind of this very, like, sort of the leader, but doesn't really know what to do. And kind of Magneto. It's, it's like, the worst. And then you've got, like, Dark Magneto. Yeah. Like, character then as well it's just like but like I get, you need a straight man you need a foil etc that's why the leader character often is this bland motherfucker yeah, yeah. but I'm gonna segue back to video games and say <laughs> like Jason oh, in nope. Power Rangers what a swap man no, the Red like Rangers the worst except T-Rex is great yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna ask uh, but now I have to wait favorite OG Power Ranger and then I'll go back to favorite Turtle game, which I is what I was going to say. I always hated Power Rangers. You always what? Hated the Power Rangers. So I have no favourite. Just They were dumb. And I realised how dumb they were. Even as a very young child. I mean, Power Rangers were stupid. I, I hated how stupid it was. Yeah, that's fair. I, I do enjoy <laughs> having now known the inside workings of what Power Rangers actually was. This mashup bullshit thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now it's just Japanese people fighting. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Cheers. Sorry. 
from the from the, from the Japanese show, and then they just recorded some American. Yeah, Sentai, whatever. Yeah. Brilliant, yeah. Um, they are absolutely brilliant in terms of a marketing and the way that you can bring that kind of stuff. My over. favorite ranger was the Green Ranger, but not Tommy. But not the White Ranger version of Tommy. Just the I'm gonna pretend to be your friend and fuck you up because I can't hate Power Rangers. Power Rangers. You gotta love Tommy because he's got ponytail, mate. He's like Steven Seagal's son. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I actually liked like the Which moment is no where he. No longer a good thing. No, no. When, when he became not an enemy, but everyone's like, I don't have trust you. He's like, you have character development. Was there yeah. a brown ranger? Sorry? A brown ranger. There was pink, or maybe no. that was in the later There was ones. Pink, pink, yellow, blue, red, and black. Um, let's be clear. Let's be clear. There was yellow, the person of Asian descent. Yeah, an Asian, yes. yes. There was yes. black, the person of African descent. Yeah. There was red, for the person who was hinted at of having Native American descent. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. And then there was the two clearly white bread characters. One was pink male, blue. blue. Yeah. One was female, pink. pink yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> That's why I asked if there was a brown ranger. Oh no, because brown people didn't exist in the 90s. No, they were created in 1995. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A year after the Power Rangers? About like, favorite Ninja Turtles game on any platform? I have two. Didn't that one get pulled, the Xbox 360 PS3 one? That's no longer around. Oh, I mean, a bunch one. of them are warped because of licensing. Yeah. But, like, I mean... But the... That, the, the, the Platinum game? Yeah, I think that got Did pulled. that actually come out? I think so. I think it then got pulled shortly after. What? Is it Ninja Turtles 3? The arcade one? Turtles in Time? Turtles in Time was the SNES one. A SNES um, Hyperstone Heist was the oh, Genesis Hyper one. Yes, Hyperstone Heist, that's the one I had on, on Mega Drive. Me yeah, too, yeah. 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 So, having played through both, I have fondness for Hyperstone Heist because I beat that game a bunch and it took me a long time. But Turtles in Time is objectively a better game. But, so, it's... it's there haven't been that many, have there? Like, Turtles games since after the 90s. Oh, no. no that's why I'm asking The Turtles died in the 90s. But, but the arcade game, I think, is still my favorite. The actual yep. stick arcade game. Because the reason... Like, Hyperstone Heist and Turtles in Time are basically the same engine. Forgive the... I, I know I'm abusing the term. Fuck off. Um, but, like, they have the same, like, gameplay mechanic. Sure, yeah. With a slightly worse plot. During the two viruses, there were, like, no Turtles games. Oh, there probably were because there were those but really weird games. CG games. So I'm sure there was, like, a 360 game no one... No, but like the two fire, like the no, the, like C early no, the CG, sorry, the new CG um, cartoon that happened in 2003. Really? Yeah, trust me, I know. Just there was a good recent, not recent, it's probably like 15 recent. years ago. So there's another recent reboot, isn't there? Of a, yeah, those were ugly. Yeah, well. like I don't know whether we've had any. any so the games 2000 from, from that. The 2003-ish reboot. Was all CG, was CG, and they introduced a female character called oh, Venus. Yes, they did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what there was, was a game that? based on it. Sorry. What was before that? Because that was okay. 
It was a Turtles good. Three when they're samurais. No, that was that. No, that's different. Um, what was, I'm trying to remember. The There's been like three or four cartoon remakes. Who's better? Richard O'Brien or a Tudor Pop? <laughs> Why do they need three parts to their name? Obviously, Richard O'Brien makes sense. Ed yes. Tudor Pole. I will not go into the uh, details of the Crystal <laughs> What was the. There was a good Turtles cartoon. And I'm trying to remember so, the theme tune, but I keep, you know, so the, going back to the original. The OG, OG yeah. 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 So that one ha- came about and 87 yeah. and 96. There was one That's that the OG was like one, yeah. The 2003 to 2010 one was the one with Venus. What was before that? Nothing. Really? So from 96 to 03, there was nothing. Then there was the one that, that was C- the first CG Turtles, which introduced right. Venus. Then from 2012 to 2017, there was a reboot that was kindly rebooting 2003. And then there recently, was, there was Rise of the Tears, yeah, 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 yeah. which is 2018. There yeah. was a cartoon one, which was actually pretty decent. I think you're trying to think of the 2012 one. It might be that. I didn't realise it was that late. In terms of games, though, there haven't been many. There haven't, but I used to have. Battletoads is coming though. I used to have this. Totally um, this handheld pad. Tiger. Yeah. Which was a, a, a directional pad and two buttons, and uh, and a screen, like a built-in screen, and it only had one game built onto it, and it was a Turtles game. Yeah, and you basically jumped. It was like it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't quite a platformer because to move between platforms you had to walk up ladders. Yeah, and then move across. I had. And I'm gonna gonna say that that was my favorite Souls game because I played it and 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 played it. it. And I don't think I played any Souls game since that. Against this, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. A speak so maybe handheld handheld electronic game yeah it was a handheld electronic game from 1990s yeah I think I I mean it was one of those two yeah sure yeah (laughs) (laughs) I think you've made that up no no that was the cartoon soundtrack (laughs) (laughs) one two three it was Teenage Mutant Ninja, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no! It was okay. I like that cartoon. It's obviously not as good as the film. There was a bunch of handheld games. Was it? Oh, I had so many of those like tiger weird things. Yeah, I mean, they had every single license. I've got no idea what it was called. I remember my parents getting really angry at me because I left it out in the garden and it rained, and it completely fucked it up. Yeah. You could still play it, but half the screen wasn't visible. One of the buttons didn't work. I think the most modern quote unquote one is just called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 2003 that came on the GameCube, Xbox, PlayStation 2, and Windows. And it was a Konami game. Oh, wow, was it? Yeah. Oh, who has the rights to Turtles then? Oh, I mean, that's the. It was the 2003 one I was talking about. I didn't realise it was a CG. Yeah, it's the CG one. Yeah. Is it CG? Yeah. 
Picture, let me see. Yeah. This yeah. is the one I used to watch. It was okay. Yeah, so I mean, it's yeah. like mixed CG, right? Yeah, I was like, so I swear it was like... They do one, two, three, four, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... That was good. Activision was published a game called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in 2013. That was a platinum one. And it, got, again. and it got pulled. Yeah. yeah. Bring back the Mutant Ninja Turtles. Do you remember? Oh, wasn't there a rumor that Rocksteady was yes, doing the? Yes, there was. There was a rumor. Yeah. Was doing, yes. I was like, yes, please. So the last they considered, real... uh, they appeared in Injustice. Um, yeah. Injustice Two. Yeah. And the reveal trailer for that is like my favorite trailer the, the of last, all time. The last... I was so hyped. Yeah. For that. Hyperstone hyped? Were you Hyperstone hyped? Yay! Yes. <laughs> uh, the last so real good. Turtles game was 2016 Mutants in Manhattan, which was cross-platform, cross-generational release. Oh, wow, okay. Xbox By One, who? 360, oh, that's, that's 3, and 4. Games one. Oh, that yeah. was a yes. platform. And then, yeah. since then, it's been iPad games. Yeah, like, <laughs> and Michelangelo's favourite oh. pizza. They are very good in Injustice, though. Cooking Mama, Turtles <laughs> Edition. <laughs> Just pizzas. Oh, that trailer for the Turtles in Injustice is so good. But it makes me... Oh, my God. Do you remember, yeah. as a kid, there was a, a TV show about two cats that lived in a junkyard and uh, they got sure like this isn't one of your dreams TM <laughs> <laughs> no they used to get into like an F-16 and fly around and are you sure this isn't one of your <laughs> dreams TM it sounds awesome there were so many of these this. there were so many of these like cartoons <laughs> it's like let's just put an animal as some kind of Hero. Cats in F-16. Cats in F-16s from junkyards. Yeah, absolutely. No. I, I think this is a beaver dream. It's, I, I want you to, talk. I want I'm going to I'm gonna Google junkyard cats. <laughs> I mean, you do that. I want this TV so show. Wait. Ben sure said one of his favorite Turtles games was any one of the handhelds, the one that happened yeah. to get ruined in the rain. I said Hyperstone Heist, but probably Turtles in Time. What was yours? Titles in Time. Yeah. yeah. I just want to confirm, because I think we glossed mm. over that you were like, yeah, that yeah. one. Or, um, no, I'm going to go for a different one, Injustice 2. No! <laughs> now that I've been reminded of that, because that is very good. I have not... You can do moves where all the turtles, like the, like the finish, like, yeah. you know, yeah. the, basically the fatality. Give it a second. Where yeah. it's like all the turtles come do something different. Wait, in the, in the, they, they transition hold on. Do they do that move from uh, Teach Me Ninja to Secret of the Ooze, where they all come together and then slip in and yes. crush them with the shell? Yes, they do. Oh that. my god, I need <laughs> to play this game. <laughs> It's, it's so very good. dumb, and I love it. So I think Ben's gonna is try. That, is that where they do like a high five with their shells? Yeah. Together, like, in yeah. A circle, they, like they don't really do a high five, but they crush they something. Crush it, yeah. yeah. That's the injustice. It's too. Tatsuo. And it's so it? good. Why not? It's, it's in the club good. after Vanilla Ice sings, <laughs> and Tatsuo's there, and they're like, ah! Because it's not one of the mutants that they crush that way. So it must be Tatsuo, because he's the only person who can get quad shelled in a reasonable manner. I might be wrong. I'm just using abduction and, and, and Wait, deduction. What? 
we're talking about injustice. <laughs> I, I was at. <laughs> you know, hang on, you say you talking about Shell Sung suddenly? Like we got into Mortal Kombat. Like, like, shell yeah. Shock. So she was saying. What is it Shell Shock? No, Shell Shock's just what they call... What, that, in the OG, like, right. the earlier Turtle games, that's what they would yell out when they died. Okay. Shell Shock! And then you would respawn. But yes, they do that in Justice 2, and it's awesome. I can't actually remember what they call it in TMNT 2. There's, like, a term they say, and then they all they all rush a guy, yeah. and then slip, yeah. and quad crush him <laughs> with the shells. And it's very dumb. It's so good. I found that game of cat, the, the, the cartoon that's cats in a joke. What's it called? SWAT cats. Of course. With a K. But like SWAT teams SWAT don't have F16. SWAT cats. But like SWAT teams don't. Like SWAT sickness. I mean, what SWAT teams have F16? I have no idea how well this will sound. Sorry again if this sounds sorry about this. Oh, it's like there's a dinosaur that came through a fucking portal. This isn't real. There's loads of cats, and then suddenly, Why is all the police cats, oh, some cat with a fucking gemstone. I, I hope this doesn't turn out audio-wise, and we're just going to be... Turn like mechanics! This actually looks really good. Turn like a junkyard. Yeah, except it seems like a... Like, next like day. Why, why did I never watch this? But, but this is just a rip-off of Samurai Pizza oh, Cats. I think, I, I think it's Which is a rip-off of... It's more like a stealth fucking fighter. In the, sim in the same sort of vein yeah, as Biker yeah, Mike's yeah, yeah, Mars, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Samurai Pizza Cats is my favorite TMNT ripoff. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, what if we ripped it off and then went to 11 on every fucking variable? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm very surprised that we didn't get, in, in, in that sort of age, when there's so many licensed games, that we didn't get as many uh, recognizably uh, like cartoon games, you know. Uh, so, you... so the, the key there is uh, that was when Asia opened up to make um, animation really cheap. Yeah. And so you get a Saturday morning cartoon really cheap, but games were still expensive. Sure, yeah. So yeah. the license would have been cheap for like a Biker Mice from Mars game, but it wasn't easy to make. Yeah. Like yeah. if that revolution of animation happened today, You'd have so many bullshit fucking games. <laughs> but, like, the gaming revolution happened about 10, 15 years later. Yeah. And then licensing meant more. Yep. Yeah. Like, it that's why we don't have, Like, think about G.I. Joe. Not a lot of G.I. Joe games. Oh, that's very true. People yeah. who are hard to animate, blocky things that look vaguely turtle-ish, yeah. easy to animate. Barely any Thundercats games. That, you know... Those slightly older cartoons as well kind of yeah. missed out on that. Yeah, it's so like the turtles hit that sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also they were huge. Yeah, the turtles was huge, absolutely. I don't think I can think of any other cartoony IP that has the same uh, impact into kind of games. Um, I always remember a few like Nickelodeon cartoons. There was always. Um, Remember, ah, real monsters. Yeah, I mean, there was a, there was a game for that, and yeah. like, you know, but, but they were all garbage because yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of those cartoons that in the like post DMNT world were mostly relational based. Yep. No one knew how to make that type of game anymore. Yeah. 
That's true. Absolutely. And then, but even then, you know, things that have come later, like South Park, yeah. has taken its time to find a reasonable footing in games. You I know? mean, but the way they do that is by recognizing that people like the comedy and they had to substantially change the setting. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. I remember playing. Um, oh shit! What the fuck was that called? Uh, South Park game? No, there's like a, a South Park game on the N64, which was almost like a quiz game. Really? Oh, what was that? But yeah, but it really like it just it didn't kind of work very well. Uh, it was lots of mini games. Um, you know, we had a lot of Simpsons games as well, which kind of a very um, hit and miss. So. Even with those like slightly bigger hitters, so you know, The Simpsons and South Park are much bigger than Turtles are, but still we well, don't have quite as a successful gaming catalog. They're, they're bigger for them. in a certain sense, but they're smaller. With, so they were like just unstoppable in the demographic they were aimed at. Yeah. Well, like Simpsons has longevity. South Park and Simpsons were aimed at a wider demographic that they were yeah. good over years. But like within season one or two of the cartoon of Turtles, you were a child at that age. You knew what the yeah, fuck. Yeah. You knew that Michelangelo was a goddamn party good dude, right? Like you just <laughs> knew that. It's just, I don't think you can recreate that because the media landscape is such that you have too much choice. Sure. It's that sweet spot of cable existed, whatever cable is across the world, but like new layers of input were, but like most people watch the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, another beer? A change of venue, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I was just saying that so I could pause when we were talking about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm recording now. I'll edit it later. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's uh, why I need a sour. Yeah. Hurt me up a bit. Right, so we're at the beer emporium. We are. That's uh, the most Canadian thing you've ever said. Really? <laughs> oh no, I've heard more Canadian. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, I'm sure he said hey in a boot. In the I said great. That's not even that Canadian. This, this is the way you said beer emporium. <laughs> no, fuck off. Um, so in this case, instance, uh, Ben is having the uh, latte stout from Yeovil Ales, and Lucy and I are having the uh, electric uh, ripple in time. Oh. Yeah. Which is a raspberry ripple stout. Sour. Sour ripple. They said ripple in the non-name description. Right. Okay. I actually don't know what ripple means in that context, but that's what they said. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Just like the world ripple. Mm, I mean, maybe uh, like does it does it lean in a little bit maybe uh, more ice creamy sort of way? Because uh, oh, raspberry ripple, ripple is yeah, yeah. it, it kind of conjures that ice creamy sort of uh, essence to it. Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, who knows if yeah. there's lactose um, in it or Nose on the ripple. Very much raspberry. Raspberry, but sweeter than raspberries are. Like, you don't get the tartness, you just get... I mean, to be honest, I'm probably tainted by... Um, 
Ben's description of ice cream, but I do get a sweetness off the nose. It isn't yeah. raspberry necessarily. Yeah, a little bit of sound. Do you have any comments on the nose of yours before we can get to taste? Which obviously we've all had because it's uh, super light. Like, uh, it was a latte. Super light. Yeah. Super light. <laughs> it was a, a latte stout, but actually, I'm not getting a huge nose from it. And I, I am getting a little bit of those slight, uh, like coffee notes, yeah. but it's not very big at all. It's very, very light. Um, Lucy, given that you've just taken a dram, um, what do you think of the taste of the? Yeah. Um... Not too sour. I think the sourness yeah. is quite subdued, actually. This is actually a thing I wanted to comment on in mm. general, which is that um, in the past six months, things that are called sours, I Not find really not sour. sour. Yeah. And like we've talked about this in the past before, where neither of the three of us three years ago were fans of sours, mm. and then we all turned the corner, like we kind of like those. Yeah. And yeah. now what gets called sour is like. Not sour enough. Is yeah. it our palates or is it the beers? It's just not as sour. I think they're adapting to like the general palate of the consumer. Maybe. And, like what people want something mildly sour, and so that's yeah. worse enough saying it's sour. The thing is, is that when I give people who are not used to sour sours, yeah, they're like, oh my god, that's so sour, and I'm like. Really? <laughs> Do you know what a sour is? It should make your face fucking pucker. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm just used to it. That's the thing. No, I mean, it, this is what I'm saying about like what counts as a sour tends to be lighter in the sourness because, and I'm not faulting the industry. Just like people aren't used to these things, and so if it's slightly sour, I should call it a sour, and then people mm. might like it because they're expecting it. But three years ago. When you said it was sour, it was like oh, fucking sour. Yeah, yeah. It was that, so, like caricature round trees advert sort of face inhaling <laughs> itself. <laughs> kind of. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, instantly yeah. taste that sour, and your lips no longer exist. Yeah. Face like, melted. Yeah, yeah. and like, I'm, I'm okay Indiana with it. Indiana I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, I just—it's been weird because us three have gone this personal journey with sours and been okay yeah, sure, with yeah, yeah. the extreme when it was the only thing yeah. and now it's like when someone says it's a sour and I'm like yeah, not, not be sour I'm like oh okay yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah. discontinuous because there are still sours that make me go oh my god this oh, yeah. is very I'm sour I'm just saying yeah. like the, the class of things called sour yeah. tend to be normal. what I like about this one is that it's not super sour and there's a that like fruity sweetness yeah. sort of just sits throughout so the sour dips in and out and the sweetness stays mm. and then when you hit the finish they're both kind of dead so yeah. you have this moment of sweetness and this moment of sourness and then kind of another moment it's probably mm, I'd say it's a bit sweeter than the, the creek boon that we had earlier Yeah. but it is that same thing where it's like oh yeah it doesn't stay around for long it's like Hits yep. you and then recedes very quickly. Yeah, it's not that it's not sour; it's just the sourness lingers. Yeah, and then because of the fruits involved, there's the sweetness that's there the whole time. And when the sour fades, there's a moment where like, oh, this is actually kind of sweet. And then that fades, and then you're left with kind of nothing. Like, it's not a huge finish; it's a little dry, 
mouthfeel wise, I think. I think it's no? the opposite. Oh, yeah, lingers quite a lot. Yeah, lingers quite a lot. The mouthfeel? Yeah. Interesting. Take it like coats your mouth for quite a. For me, anyway. It's definitely biscuit. But I don't think it's. No, I think I'm wrong. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I had another sip detractive earlier. Piece. Yeah. I think it's just that it's wetness is really light as well. It's yeah, slightly wet. S- and fades into salty. There's a yeah, yeah. lingering, the finish is lightly tart. Mm. But that's yeah. it. Yeah. But I guess what I want to say is you don't need to reach for this at any point. No, no, no. It's, it's just so neutral on the finish, mouthfeel-wise. You could easily nurse this all night long if you wanted to or just pursue those bits of sour and sweet that yeah. happen on your own. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts? No, no, I think you got it. Hit it right on the head. After you told me I was fine. Ben, we, uh, so the nose is weak, but I, you had already tasted the you I yes. already thought there was a lot of things going on. Yes. Do you uh, I think I, uh, I've been staring at my several different servers. I'm looking at the microphone like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, so the last I started, because there's no Joe video Blaise. camera and this should be on TikTok. Shit, we ain't fucking video it. Uh, it's a light flavour as well. Absolutely. Uh, light nose, very light flavour. It's good in a early evening sort of stout kind yes. of way. Yeah. Not an imperative. I'd say not an imperative. breakfast. Absolutely not. I'd say breakfast. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't. I wouldn't disagree. I think the latte is hiding that almost um, milky. Uh, Lactosey kind of like, beginning you, to do it. Do you think there's lactose in it? Like, do you find that? I, that, I, I would, I would bet there is lactose in it. So, like on the finish, you still have that sweetness because it's not processed. And it coats your mouth very, very well. And that it, it sticks around. So, this isn't doing a huge amount, apart from being a very nice snout. Yeah, you know, it's got those very nice roasted coffee notes. But it's tempered down a lot yeah. by this. Uh, they call it a latte style, but by this slightly milky, milky essence to it. And yes, I, I mean this is a, this is exactly what a bre- what I would think a breakfast stout yeah. would be. That more milky, lighter stout. Which does have those roasted notes, which does still, yeah. still present itself as a stout, yeah. It's so still a little bit more than we've had earlier. And again, it's still a little bit more viscous, it's a, it's a bit creamy. That's why when I, I had a sip of that, I was like, this is nice, but it, it's like, yes, this is not a beer for now. Like, yeah, we've had that stout, yeah. that, uh, the, too late? Up, up late. Up late. Up late yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. That, We've already turned that, that corner. Yeah, it's like that combated the jalapeno <laughs> pizza. Yeah. It's like, and that still had the, you know, still overcame that. Yeah. And it's like, yes. And That's an a, evening bit. This is the inverse of that. Yeah, it's very much, I don't want anything too overpowering. I don't want the, a massive, you know, heavy alcoholic yeah. beer right yeah. now in the morning. Slice of toast. This I, this know. would have combated mm. the uh, jalapeno pizza only in that it would have 
calmed our taste buds and our mouths a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't have, we wouldn't have picked out the flavours from this. It would have just dulled yeah. the flavours we got from the pizza. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's nice. Yeah, it's yeah. not the right absolutely. It's just not the, the right moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's nice and light. Yeah, and it's very light. It's still retaining, you know, a decent a bit of nice flavour, nice yeah. subdued yeah, I mean, flavour. I would pursue it in another time. Yeah. At nine yeah, o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. You want to be of the dog here? We, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> had we have come here at eleven o'clock in the morning? Uh, yeah, sure. Three rounds. A, a brilliant first beer to start. With. Yeah. Yeah. But, Following on from a lot of other stuff, it is not that uh, end of night stamp. You know, if you're working up through those beer styles and you go from session pale to IPA, a sour on the way, yeah. I think I want a stout. I want something bigger, heavier that gives me a, a bit bitter sort of flavour. This is not that. Yeah. It's a super light. Yes, it's a, it is a sour. Absolutely, but it is a super light yeah. early evening stout, and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, yeah, it's, it's a very like, nice. It's yeah. a very nice stout. If you go to a pub and it's the beginning of the night, you could choose this over a pale ale instead to start the thing. And it also it, it, it comes across as that in the mouthfeel as well, because it does feel creamy. Yeah, it feels nice. Uh, you know, it's like that double cream coffee that you never get anywhere now. But that you kind of used to get, like when 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 people used to put in too much milk into a coffee, like it, it has that kind of feeling to it. And okay, if you wanted to end your night and go home, and you'd only been drinking sort of pails all day, yeah, this would fit. This would fit a very nice bill. Uh, as a kid, <laughs> as a kid, my he means over eighteen kid. No, not I'm not talking about apple. As a kid, my grandparents, like later in an evening, was like, "Would you like us to make you a milky hot drink?" Oh, I see. And, and we were like, "Yes, right. please do that. This fits that bill perfectly. This is that milky hot drink at the end of the night. Right. If you haven't had yeah. huge flavours <laughs> throughout the day, yeah, absolutely. This is uh, the Stardew Valley." <laughs> um, Wait, the... is that Stardew Valley or is it an Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's the Animal Crossing. Yeah, because um, oh, Stardew Valley late. has hidden depth. Yeah, the, the, the up late is the Doom, Doom, yeah. Doom Eternal. Okay, so what is... What, Rip it and so turn. On the video game front, yes. this ripple raspberry thing, what the fuck are we drinking? I think it's like Deus Ex 2. Okay, <laughs> you could have said any video game and it would have been appropriate. So cool. I, I mean, in the sense, like, it's got nuance, but it's not, like, phenomenal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As I say, you could have said any video game and I would have been like, yeah. It's no Mario 2. But why wouldn't it be? None it could be. Uh, oh, right. Okay. No turning at all. <laughs> It's interesting. Anyway. it's interesting. It's <laughs> interesting. So I tried to like segue, it didn't work. It, it's interesting Spyro that we two. we've talked about it all uh, works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Animal Crossing though with the stout. 
that I can look into this beer and realise how much debt I'm really in. But this is absolutely a beer you can sit over for a while and think about your problems. Tom Nook is... I'm in so much debt. How does this man lend me some money? And then he's the fucking mayor. How does that work? Yep. He's a raccoon or something, I don't know. I gotta got say one thing about Tom Nook, though. Interest-free loans, very hard to get. He's not as bad as he could be. <laughs> you know, I work... He just isn't. Yeah. I worked as at a company. As go, one of the good guys. Oh, it's cap- yes. I Tom Nook, the capitalist, company. one of the best. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You I right. shall not name names, but they were like, yeah. 69.9% APR, isn't that bad? Oh. You know? We do help people at the end of the day, and I'm like, sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> sure. what I'm saying is, Tom, Tom, Tom Nook, Nook, legend. Zero <laughs> percent. I mean, by, Nook. by those fucking sizes, philanthropist. <laughs> he is Bill and Melinda Gates. <laughs> Tom Nook. <laughs> Tom Nook fucking hates malaria. You heard it here first. Oh dear. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. End it right. www.outoflives.net.